So understand that you're not supposed to be great at everything right now. You're not great at everything right now. Fact, I'm not great at everything right now either. But the thing is, you need to find out what that thing is that you're not great at. And I and you have to devote every single day and a specific amount of hours a day to that thing to become good. Hey, I'm Ashley Agel. Some of you might know me as Ashley Burkhart, and I'm a former D1 and professional softball player who spent a few years coaching in the college game before deciding to put all of my focus into youth softball players and helping them make their dreams and their goals happen for them. It's our job to help them unleash their potential and become the athletes they've always dreamt of. I come from a small city in the Midwest and didn't let that stop me from making my goal of playing D1 softball a reality. No matter where you live, you have the tools to help you thrive. And I am hoping through this podcast to help you get there. On this podcast, you'll learn from Olympians, Hall of Fame coaches, and elite players what their journeys have been like. And you'll also learn from me and my family a bit of our journey through the game. I'm so excited to have you here. So whip out your notebook and let's learn how we can grow in this game together. Welcome to When the Cleats Come Off. Welcome to another week of When the Cleats Come Off. You know I'm your host, Ashley Agel, but I'm so pumped for you guys to be here. Today is a short and sweet episode, specifically because I found this in the archives and I felt kind of called to share this old live recording. Um, If you guys know, I used to go live on Instagram and Facebook every single Monday at 3 p.m. I don't currently do that anymore because now I use all that time that I prep for lives to make you amazing podcasts every week. But this week is all about Kobe Bryant and his Mamba mentality how he was able to become the best. So he's obviously a legend that we can learn so much from, just not from his playing, but also his practice and his influence on not just his teammates and coaches, but also on his family. So in honor of the recent anniversary of his passing, this is a live recording that I did within days after he had passed um, because he was a huge influence on me. And you'll hear that I listened to a podcast that he was in. And I also tagged that in the show notes um, that I was super inspired by. And crazy enough, I had listened to that episode like a year before he had passed. But I'm bringing that episode back to life because it is amazing and incredible. Like I said, you can check out the show notes to grab the link to Lewis House's podcast that I talk about. But he is a legend. And so today uh, in this live, I talk about some of the lessons that we can learn from him, some of the stories that you know former players and teammates can say about him, where he demonstrated leadership and super high standards. But also he talks about how anybody can be outstanding at whatever they do. So if you're looking to become the best, this is a no-brainer listen for you. And I'm so excited to give it to you. So let's listen to this episode that I call Mamba Mentality. Let's start with one of the things that I took from this podcast. And he said, he was asked, how does he lose? Like, does he lose in a positive way or does he lose in like a oh my gosh, get back to work kind of a way. And it was interesting because Kobe said, whether you win or you lose, it's exciting. And I thought that was like so interesting. It's because like, you know, how you lose a really tight game or you lose a game that was like a nail nail biter and you just, you hated that loss. 
Um, he said, whether you win or you lose, it's exciting because whether you win or you lose, there's always things to go back at and look at that you could have done better, no matter if you win or lose. So it's so, so awesome that hearing this, this is part of his mama mentality is like, whether he wins or he loses, he goes back onto every single game and looks for the things that he struggled with or didn't do as well and went to go work on those things to make him better at whatever that was. So I thought that was super awesome that he was just like, whether you win or you lose, it's exciting because you know you grew from that. But that's the thing. It's like you won't grow if you just walk away and forget about what had just happened on the field or on the court or wherever you compete. If you completely forget about that game, you are not taking that game and learning from it the way you're supposed to be learning from it. Just like Kobe said, it's exciting. So you can learn from every single opportunity that you put your foot for, your best foot forward. Whether you come out with a win or a loss, there's so much you can learn there. So that was an awesome quote that I heard from the podcast this morning that I listened to that I really, really liked. There was another story that he liked to tell. And it was about, and I can't even tell you who the player was, but there was one game where he he showed up, like, I think it was like five hours early, like before tip-off, like way before anybody else got there. And he was in there working in the gym. And then all of a sudden there was another player who came in early and he was in his mind thinking, oh, like I'm going to be the first one at the gym. Like I'm going to put my, I'm going to, I'm going to go out, start on a good foot, like be the first one there to give me the competitive advantage. Right? So this player walks into the gym and he walks in and he's just like, I'm not the first one here. Kobe's here. Of course Kobe's here. All right. Well, if he's, if he's going to be the first one here then I'm not going to leave until Kobe leaves. And, um, it's funny because like throughout this workout, they were like an hour and a half, two hours in and Kobe's still in there. Kobe's still in there doing his prep work before practice. So he's still in there. And this player's just like, are you kidding me? Like this guy won't leave. And it's pretty funny because the Lakers ended up pounding whatever team that was. And that player who came in early walked, walked up to Kobe at the end of the game and said, Hey man, like, dude, why were you in there so long? Like, how do you do what you do? And he's just like, honestly, like I was planning to leave like pretty early, but since you were still in there, I had to show you that I was willing to outwork you. So I stayed. And when he told that story, I was like, there is, this is seriously his Mamba mentality. He will go into a game or go into a practice or go into a shoot around before a game. And his job is to make sure that no one outworks him. So if he would have left early, that would have meant that the other player was outworking Kobe. And Kobe had a game to play that, that night. So he was like, nope, I'm, I'm not leaving because I'm not showing this guy my weakness. I'm not showing this guy that I'm going to leave early and take the back seat because that's going to give him the competitive advantage. So Kobe was always looking for ways to get a, a, um, a competitive advantage. And that was one of the things that he did. So no matter what, Kobe was not going to be outworked. And this is something that you can do at practice. If you show up to practice and you just go through the motions and leave, you are not, you are not giving yourself the advantage that you should be giving yourself by trying to be the hardest worker in the room. Just imagine if you were on a team and wanted to be the hardest worker in the room and you were surrounded by the entire rest of your team who wanted to be the the hardest workers in the room. Think about how much you can elevate from the start of practice to the end of practice if every single person had that mentality through every single drill, through every single game, competition, whatever it is, be the hardest worker in the room. It doesn't mean that you have to be the best 
let's let's talk about basketball free throw shooter the best three-point shooter it's just about making sure that let's say that that person is so good at, at shooting threes okay what makes them so good i'm going to try to outwork that person because if you're trying to outwork the person that's really good at that one thing you are going to start elevating in that one thing so just understand that you don't have to be the overall best athlete on the court to win a game. You just have to be the best competitor. You have to be the one who's not letting, who's not going to let anybody outwork the way you're working. So just remember that. Do not let anybody outwork you. That's part of the mama mentality. It's time for another quick listener shout out. I love doing these shout outs because first of all, I love creating these episodes for you. Um, this one was actually written the day after my birthday. So thank you, Chad, um, Chad NH for this review. And he calls it honest, actionable, disruptive. I love that last word. He says, Ashley covers a wide variety of topics on her podcast. And whether you are a player, parent, or coach, you will be hard pressed to find one that doesn't leave you motivated with specific actions to make yourself better. Now, this episode, hopefully now that you're listening to it, makes you feel like, whoa, there's another level that we can reach. That is the point of this podcast. And Chad, thank you for even noticing that that's one of my main missions. I hope you guys all listen to these podcasts and are inspired to better versions of yourselves. Um, Again, whether you're a coach, parent, or player, but in all honesty, it is that review that keeps me going. So thank you so much, Chad, for this great review. And if you want to leave a review, you can not only make my absolute day, but also you can help this podcast grow. So if you believe this is work that needs to be shared, I am going to encourage you to share this with a teammate, with a friend in the game, or just if you believe this will help the game of softball grow, please share it with at least one friend or tag me on social media. Social media right now is one of the biggest grabs for podcasts. So if you can just tag Ashley B Training and maybe the episode that you love most you'd make my day. All right. Thank you for listening to this review and let's head back to this episode called Mamba Mentality. One other thing that he talked about, and it's so simple when I think about it, but it's uh, it's such a good comment to make. So many people, they, they're, they're not satisfied with how they're playing right now, or they're not satisfied with how good they are. They're like, oh my gosh, like, I don't think I'm, I'm very good. And then they don't know why they're not very good. But a lot of times it's because you're not putting in the hours of work that you need to, to be very good slash outstanding at whatever it is that you're trying to be good at. So he said this, the more hours you put in, the better you'll become. And he said that when he was coaching his daughter, and this is actually, so this is the interview that he did a year ago. So he was talking about the daughter that passed away with him. He was coaching that team. And he said the way that he coached his athletes was that I told them specifically, or I asked them, you know, how many hours are you putting in a week of work? And he was talking about how like the players that are putting two hours a day into their craft, into their work, are the ones that are performing the best on on the court and the ones that are practicing because the average amount of practice someone might put into something is maybe like an hour an hour and a half maybe like two times a week 
But those players are underperforming the ones that are putting in more hours of work. So think about this. If you're not satisfied with the, the, the way that you're playing, are you putting in enough hours of actual work? And the way I'm saying this is do not just say that if you're just going to show up to the cages, you're going to get better. That's not it. You have to be able to put in hard work. You're sweating. You're, you're mentally focused. You're, you're focused on becoming better and trying hard and making sure that you are out of your comfort zone often. So if you are doing that every single day towards your craft, expect to be better than the ones who, you know, maybe they're putting in a lot of good work, but it's only in like an hour increment a week. And they're only putting in like two total hours of actual physical good work. So think about that. If you're not satisfied with, let's say, I was thinking about basketball, I'm going to say free throw, but let's say in softball, you are not satisfied with hitting the high pitch. You don't like the high pitch. You're struggling with the high pitch and you're not, you're not doing well with it. If you can tell yourself you're not good at that, then that should be, and by the way, I'm like going into the next comment, that should be the number one thing on your list to go get good at. And when, I, and when I say good, once you get good, then your job is to get great at it. Because who knows, that weakness can soon become your strength if you put in the hours of work it deserves to be worked on. So if you're struggling with a high pitch or you're struggling with the backhand on defense, if you're struggling with something specific right now, or you were just thrown into a new position you have you know nothing about, your job is to take that into your own hands and say, I'm going to put in X amount of hours a day or X amount of hours a week. And this is how I'm going to go and do it because that's the Mamba mentality. He, no matter what, put in at least two hours of work into his game every single day. And that does not include working out for him. Now, I'm not saying that if you're like an eight-year-old softball player who just picked up a softball, that you need to be working a gazillion hours a week. That's not what I'm saying. But he wanted to be the best at what he did. He wanted to be the best basketball player on the court, no matter who was on the other side and no matter who he was playing against. And because of that, he made sure that he was putting in as much work as he possibly could on being great at specific things. And this story, I'm going to end with this. He talked about how when he was 11 years old, he was playing on like a club basketball team and he was like a goofy, he was, he was so such in a goofy size. Like he was extra tall, but like had no muscle and like really not much athletic ability at 11 years old. And he said, he said he spent the entire summer. I think he said the entire summer and he didn't, he didn't make a single basket for his team. Like he didn't score a single point for his team that year. And he said he could have either just like felt super bad about that or he was like, okay, it's Kobe. Like he, instead of like feeling bad, he was just like, okay, what am I not very good at? And he was just like, free throws, terrible. My jump shot from 15 feet, terrible. My three point shot, awful. So he actually, that was like the roadmap. He was like, okay, these are all the things I'm not good at. But he didn't go about all of those things to get better at all of them. He just picked one, okay? So let's say his 15-foot shot was not good. He was like, okay, well, the 15-foot shot is what I'm going to spend most of my time on because I want to get great at that. And he, he spent an entire year working on that 15-foot shot to become great at that. And do you think he just stopped working on anything else in his game? No, because he's putting so much work into his 15-foot shot now that he's great at it, it's time to go find the next thing. So then he would go to his three-point shot and be like, okay, now I need to go get really good at that. 
So understand that you're not supposed to be great at everything right now. You're not great at everything right now. Fact, I'm not great at everything right now either. But the thing is, you need to find out what that thing is that you're not great at. And I, and you have to devote every single day and a specific amount of hours a day to that thing to become good. And do, like I said earlier, if you're eight years old and you just picked up a softball and you're playing basketball and you're playing volleyball and you're playing all these other sports, you don't have to pick up this mama mentality with every single sport. But just think one day when you do, when you do choose to only play softball or only play basketball or only play a sport, know that if you want to be the best at what you do in that sport, if you want to be the best one on the court, the best one that, that if you want to go play college softball, the best one on the field so you can get looked at, know that these are strategies that you should be picking up and doing so that you can go create those things and make those happen for you. So if you want to be the best and you want to be and you want to be just like Kobe in whatever it is or whatever realm that you're doing, understand that it takes sacrifice. It takes many hours, a couple hours a day working on your craft to be the best. That's what he was doing to be the best. He also walked into every single situation, every single game, knowing that he will not be outworked that game. So if there's a defender that he's playing against that's like the best in the country right now, his job is to not let that guy outwork him that day. That's how he grew and elevated. And the last thing that we said, or that I said at the beginning, it's that whether you lose or whether you win, it's an exciting feeling because you got better if you look at those things that you didn't do too great in that performance and then go hone in on those skills that you need to prepare to be better at those things. And then boom, you're so much better because of that loss or because of that win. So look at both losses and wins in the same way and you're setting yourself up for success. So I gotta get going, Kobe. It's I could probably do like a whole year's worth of things that Kobe has taught me or other athletes that we can learn together. But these are just a few that stood out to me personally. Um, but again, I'd love if you share it. Let's start adopting the Mamba mentality starting today. So go find your flaw, go find your weakness, and go make yourself better at it today. Mm-hmm.